January 8th, 2020. Shit is the best fertilizer because it helps flowers grow. I am ready for all the opportunities to reach my goals. I am open to the universe. I surrender to the universe. I trust that everything is happening for a reason. Love, Mari. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Manifesting Mari. Um, I'm me, Mari, and I'm manifesting me. That's what the show is about. Just the whole narcissistic, self-centered, self-fulfilling prophecy of talking about myself and having other people listen to me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess this is just a little study about myself. Um, because I'm, I don't know, you're just with yourself all the day, all the time. So why not figure out um, what makes you tick? Why not figure out how you react to things, um, how how you learn, how you grow, um, and how you could become, I don't know if I want to say a better version of yourself, but um, I like to say a, a more authentic version of yourself. Um, whatever that means, I'm not exactly sure, but it's a buzzword and I'm sticking with it. Mm, authenticity, manifesting, intentions. These are all like buzzwords right now. And uh, I'm going to use them and I'm going to look into them and um, we're going to figure out this whole thing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so this this past year has really uh, thrown a lot of people including myself through a loop and um if if you've been following me in my life like I'm a fucking celebrity or some shit <laughs> uh you know that I did have a previous podcast um that and and I rebranded because I I was listening to myself and I was like what the fuck am I even saying <laughs> um uh, I I am obviously not an authority on any of this, um, I'm, I'm just, uh, some chick trying to figure shit out, and, um, I hope I can attract other people who are trying to figure things out and would love to have a very, um, interesting conversations and interesting conversations who would like to have interesting conversations about life about yourself about how we react to things and about how we can be more loving caring forgiving and compassionate to ourselves and the people around us um yeah so let's take a quick sponsor break and let's get into this huh So for this first episode, uh, I chose a journal entry from, as I like to call BC, before COVID. Um, uh, well, it was before COVID really hit um, here in America, at least where I am, uh, near the New York tri-state area. Um, let's see what was happening. January 8th. Um, uh, I was, I, I had just started working 
for a marketing group that was working for a uh, children's charity. Um, and I, I guess I was, I was very lost at the time, kind of wandering and figuring things out. Um, and I had already previously left a rough year in 2019, (laughs) um, where a lot of things were broken down and getting built back up, um, and professionally and financially, I was still very much a mess, um, and, you know, I, I was just really going through it in terms of, um, what to do with myself, um, and the, the direction I wanted to go in, um, in terms of my job, um, uh, I, I, I had, um, studied to become a music educator, and by the time my college career was over and I was looking into the face of my new career, um, I'm, I'm not sure if maybe I was just scared and I felt like I couldn't do it, or if I just really looked at the job and was like, this just doesn't resonate with me anymore. Like, once I saw all the politics, once I saw all the red tape that got in the way of me teaching the way I wanted to teach, um, I realized that the public school system was definitely not for me. Um, And then I eventually found myself at a daycare, which I really loved and I enjoyed. And I feel like I really tried my best there. Um, but again, it was more red tape and more things getting in the way of what I actually wanted to do, which was just be able to help navigate. (laughs) And I guess it was very ambitious of me to, um take on a leadership role at the daycare because um, I was trying so hard to navigate myself through my own reality, I guess is how you put it. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I really thought I could do it. At the end of the day, I really thought that that was the path for me. But once I found myself, like I worked my way up the ladder there and then I ended up at the highest position I could be. And, like, I still wasn't happy, (laughs) you know, so that obviously, and I think that just comes from internally, I was still searching. This was back in, like, 2019, 18, one of those. But, yeah, and then I, I left the daycare, and then, yeah, I think that was 2019. No. Yes. Something like that. So then, um, you know, I was looking for a new job. This whole time I was also working as a wedding coordinator um, with the wonderful uh, Ask Neha Now. Please check her out if you are having an event. I know this is COVID, but, you know, vaccines are coming out if you want to take them. 
this is a touchy subject. Let's not talk about that anymore. Um, so we'll get into that on another episode. But yeah, so I was working. You know, I I had the the wedding gigs, which are great. But you know, there was only it was only seasonal. I needed something um, full time. So. Yeah, in January, I ended up taking this job, and, you know, I was like, the the job wasn't exactly what I wanted. It wasn't, it wasn't the steady pay I wanted. It was, there were lots of red flags that I should have known, but, you know, I was just like, why the fuck not? What, well, at this, at this point in my life, I was like, what do I have to lose? And I'm very happy I took that opportunity with that marketing group, um, because I learned so much about um, being focused, being dedicated. I learned a lot about, um, what kind of leadership position that I wanted to be in, um, and what kind of leader that I wanted to be in terms of, uh, you know, professional career. But then I also, it also let me see what kind of, well, I guess not only being a leader I wanted to be, but like what kind of follower I wanted to be, what kind of employee did I want to be? Um, did I want to be dedicated? Did I want to be, you know, my lackadaisical, well, they don't care about you, so why should you care about them kind of thing? Um, yeah, and that job also allowed me to meet um, a really wonderful person, uh, I'm gonna name drop her, uh, SB. I'm so happy I met you through, um, that marketing group. I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> not on this podcast. Um, but I'm gonna name your name, SB. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I met SB. Listen, everything about working for that job was a red flag except this woman she is a wonderful soul i am so blessed to have met her man i gotta hit that bishop but <laughs> she's uh, a wonderful soul wonderful person and i learned a lot from her um throughout the the early parts of 2020 i worked with her with up until the pandemic really hit in our area <laughs> And, um, you know, what I really loved about working with SB was that she really inspired me to focus in on an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and she also helped me realize that, like, I'm not the only one in the world who's, like, doesn't want to play into these games of capitalism, doesn't want to play into these games of societal norms where we constantly don't win. Like, if if this past year showed anyone anything, <laughs> I hope one of the things is that um, the 1% creates all the rules and we play by it and we play into it in order to create monetary wealth for ourselves and, um, you know, if there's another big thing that I learned from this past year, it's that I, I want to play that, that big game, you know, 
but I, I understand that in order to get to that big game, um, I have to start within. Um, and if I want to create a true impact out outside of my body, you know, in this, in this world, um, I need to start the, the change always happens within period. That's the, the number one thing. Number one thing that I took from 2020, the change comes from within. And that's just what I learned. If, if I want to see a change in the world, I need to change myself, you know? Um, so the, the quote that I put in my journal entry from January 8th of the last year, shit is the best fertilizer because it helps flowers grow. Um, I heard that from Queer Eye. Uh, I think Karamo said it. I think he said his grandma or something used to say that all the time. And it just really resonated with me because, um, you know, people say that the, 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 how you handle the difficult things that happen in your life are what defines you. Um, I don't know if I believe that, but I think, um, when you go through a rough situation, when you go through something that is difficult, when when you are put in a situation where you're kind of like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It allows you to be creative. It allows you to be innovative and it allows you to, it gives you the opportunity to kind of like look outside the box um, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people are serve their shit and just keep eating shit. Um, I mentioned this in my last podcast or the same podcast that I just rebranded. Um, yeah, sometimes um, we look at the shit in our lives and we look at it as, well, what the hell am I supposed to do with this, right? We look at these bad situations. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? We look at the quarantine, staying inside. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? You know, we look at wearing masks. Um, we look at, um, you know, the reality of the, the horribly imbalanced justice system in this world. And we're like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this, Right. We look at the riot at the Capitol, we're like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this? And at the end of the day, I think um, what what can help a person cope through a lot of this shit is realizing that this is all part of this experience that we are having, um, this life it's like a weird video game and sometimes these dramatic and traumatic things happen and they're like the cutscenes to the video game like you have no control right now this is just what's happening and then after this cutscene you'll be able to make decisions to help move your story forward so how do you want your story to look like, right? Like, what what path do you want to take? Which pill, the red or the blue, <laughs> you know? You see, this is not all, all these, you know, 
big stories and, you know, storylines and things like that, where it's like, yeah, the, you know, uh, there's a pivotal point where the main character has a choice, um, one path or another path, and you don't know where those lead. We don't know what's going to happen in the future as much as you think you can predict, as much as you think you know what's going to happen. You you really don't, you know, and um, that can be very scary. But uh, I remember somebody made this analogy where it's like, maybe I heard it on The Secret, where life is a lot like you're driving down a dark road, there are no other lights, and it's just your headlights, you know, you could only see how many feet in front of you right? You can only see so far. Um, So does that mean that you stop driving? No, like we just drive and we trust. And, you know, when something comes into our view, we react, we do what we need to do. um, And then we keep moving forward. Um, That's all you really can do. All you can do is just keep moving forward. And the shit that's served to you in your life, you could either look at it as a pile of dung or a pile of fertilizer. Um, it's it's all about perspective um and and to be honest like sometimes shit is served to you and it really is a pile of dung and it's just like wow this dung is just so horrible um what am i supposed to do with this um and it it might take you a while to figure out what you're gonna do with this and you know i guess i would say like that would be like a shitty feeling like sometimes people make you feel shitty Sometimes you feel shitty about yourself and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And it takes time to process that feeling and figure out where that comes from, whether it's fear, whether it's anger, whether it's inadequacy, whether it's whatever the fuck the the root feeling is, you know, man, see a therapist and talk to them about it. That's number one. I am not a therapist. I'm just a bitch figuring shit out. Um, I see a therapist. I fucking love him. Um, But... Yeah, like, uh, at the end of the day, um, it's, it, it comes down to what, what you want your perspective to be. You know, a lot of people, a lot of things in this world, we don't have a choice. Um, but you do have a choice on, number one, how you, um, react to things, how you view things, and we do have a choice on how we want to live our lives. You know, if you're looking at your life and you're just like, I don't want to live like this, then then figure out why and what, what can you do to to get onto the path where it feels better for you, you know? And that's different for everyone. Um, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer to this. Um, but I do know that when you're functioning out of, like, pure unconditional love, like, that's the best fucking feeling ever, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, uh, so, like, the second part of this, uh, little journal entry, um, was just me being open and ready for whatever the universe has for me. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of a lot of people say that once you set your intentions, you release them and you just have to surrender to the universe and trust the universe. And listen, universe, I I feel you. I got you, girl. I trust you. 
I feel you, but like, man, my trust issues, and I feel like a lot of people resonate with that, you know? Like, I have really bad trust issues, I have really bad control issues, that's been an issue for me, especially, like, I was previously in a management position, and, like, I was that micromanager, like, and I was, I couldn't, like, (laughs) I was like, this isn't working out for me, and, uh, I realized that's how I am in my life now, like, I, I, I realized that I wanted something I had this vision for my life so badly that even if it didn't feel right I would try to find a way within that not feeling right to try to get to my end goal because I think oh well if I get to my end goal then it'll feel right um but it just did it like the whole time I was in the education system, whether it was public or private or daycare or whatever, I, it just, at the end of the day, it didn't feel right. And, you know, sometimes you don't see that until you're out of it. Like, hindsight is twenty twenty, LOL. But no, for real, like, you know, sometimes you look back on it and you're like, man, I'm, I'm happy I left. Man, I'm, I'm happy I removed myself from that situation. I didn't realize how miserable I was. You know, because sometimes our our misery, our struggle, it becomes so normal. We make it so normal because struggle is part of life. Misery is part of life. But sometimes um, we keep ourselves in situations that um, are only creating more negativity for us rather than positivity and are holding us back from from really truly being able to enjoy life. Um, but yeah, the surrendering, that shit's hard. I'll tell you right now. Um, I'm still working on that and, you know, uh, it is what it is. Um, I don't know what else to say about this. Uh, this is, I, I've just been, my little intuition in my head and in my gut has been telling me to make this recording, so here it is. Um, I guess I'll do this, like, bi-weekly. Um, let's see. What's coming? Patreon is coming. I just have to, to, to finish it up and post it. But yeah, uh, Patreon, so follow me on... Once I have it set up, I'll, I'll, I'll post the link somewhere or I'll say it on the next episode. So, you know, hey, if you like what I do and you want to hear more of this, um... Oh, help a bitch out, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I I love I I enjoy doing this. I like I like making content. I like sharing um, my experiences with other people, and also I love when other people share their experiences with me. Um, if you want to share a journal entry, um, I'll read it. Shout you out. You could also be anonymous, and you know share an entry and what you've learned and you know maybe we can have a big discussion about this whatever i could also have people on this podcast too and we could talk about it they'll make you famous bitch you know no i'm kidding i'm so dumb okay um so my email is manifestingmari at gmail.com feel free to send in a hello or you know 
I accept hate mail as well. That's fine. That only fuels my passion to becoming the greatest version of myself. <laughs> you know, shit is the best fertilizer. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, follow me on Instagram, manifesting underscore Mari. And please reach out if you, you know, add me from this. Uh, reach out and say hi. Uh, that'd be great. Okay. Uh, I guess, well, time to get ready for work. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been real. See you next time.